here. Hey there, hey there. I am back with another one. You know I have, it's been a long time, but I apologize. We are talking about where, where's your yes? All right. Now let's pray and then let's give let's jump right into it. Dear Heavenly Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come humbly before your throne. Just thanking you for everything that you have done, God, throughout these last months, God, throughout my life, God. God, I ask that you touch every listener, God. God, touch every ear, God. Touch every heart, God. God, touch every mind. God, we thank you for the right now, Lord God, and we just want to want you to continue being the God that you are, God, the God of our salvation, God, the God of our, our, of our being, Lord God, Lord God. So we just ask that this word be nourishment to our minds, bodies, and souls in Yahshua's holy name. We pray. Amen. Now let's get into this. Okay. We are talking about where, where's your yes. And we're coming from Isaiah six and three. I'm sorry. Isaiah six and eight. And it says, also, I hear the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who will go for us? Then I, then said I, here am I, send me. Okay. See, God is looking for a person who genuinely wants to be sent. There are some things God needs done. There is some oracles that God needs to place into people so it can go, um, so it, the word can go out and accomplish what God needs it to do. Just like Jesus, just like in the beginning, right? When God said, let the, let there be light and the word went out and created what God said, which was Jesus. Jesus went out and created what the word said, right? So shall this same thing be. God needs for there to be a people or a person who will say, God, here I go, send me. God, in place your oracles in me and let me go out into the world and accomplish whatever it is you need to, you need to be a, accomplished for your work or for your, your thing to be done, for your will to be done in the earth, okay? See, God wants to know if I send you, will your yes still be yes? Send me, even if where I send you does not look like what you or others think it should look like. Right now, when when Joseph, right, got the dreams, when Joseph had the dreams of his brothers bowing down to him, right, him being ruler over a people. Did you, do you think that Joseph thought in that moment that he would have to go through the things that he went to through to even accomplish what God showed him? No, no. He had to go through his brothers betraying him. 
he had to go through um Potiphar's wife claiming that she wanted that he molest he raped her he had to go through prison time being forgotten about when he gave the dream to the um to the baker and to the oh I can't think think it the man who was up under Potiphar I think it was did did you think that he was going to have to do you think that he thought he was going to have to go through all of these things to accomplish just the destiny God had set out for him? No. But are you willing to still do the same? What if divorce happens? What if lack happens? What if sickness happens? Like cancer or losing of the limbs, loss of loved ones. What if you have to downgrade from a house you own to a two-bedroom apartment, no car, and you have to catch the bus. Can you still say yes, Lord, pick me? Can you? Will you be able to still say yes? I want to do it, Lord. Pick me, Lord. Will you be able to? See, this walk with the Most High will not always be peaches and cream, lollipops, and sweet kisses. Okay? Sometimes it comes with things like hurt in the spirit and in the flesh. There will be dark seasons where all you'll have is trust in Yah. To hold you. That's it. And in these dark times, y'all is going to have to trust you also. And trust your answer. So it's both of you. It's not just a, oh, God needs to trust me. It's you having to trust God. It's not just you having to trust God. It's God having to trust you. Can both, can you both come to a, um, can both of you come to a decision where you both can trust each other? How is that? How are we able to do that? Through trials and tests is where how God is able to see if he can trust you. And how are you able to see if you can trust God? It's through your trials and through your tests to see if both of you can trust each other. Okay. Y'all trusting in y'all trusting that he can trust you. I'm sorry, y'all's trusting in you. 
right? That he can trust you in these hard times, in the trials and in the test. And it's you trusting in him that he'll, that he, that he'll have a reward this is the trust, okay? The trust is that after you have been tried and you have been tested, right? That at the end of the this trial and test, that there is a reward waiting for you. At the end of this dark season. And you knowing that your yes has not been in vain. It wasn't just for nothing. See, it's important to y'all that your yes be yes. Matthew 5 and 37 says, But let your communication be yea, yea, or nay, nay. For whatsoever is more than these comes from evil. This thing came from having a, this comes from having a well-made-up mind. We have to let our yes be yes and our no's be no. The word said anything more than that comes from an evil place. So, so, and I don't know, maybe... And I'm not sure it's evil. It comes from the enemy. We can't be indecisive. Meaning of a person not having or showing the ability to make quick and effective. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, I missed something. Hold on, let me start off. Of a person not having or showing the ability to make decisions quickly and effectively. Children of the Most High, we have to stop speaking this over our lives. I hear a lot of, I hear a lot of people say this, um, not knowing what it means. I'm so, I'm so undecisive. I, I can't never make a decision. See, we have to stop speaking these things over our lives. The Bible just told us that anything more than yes or no comes from evil. So when we call ourselves indecisive, we're calling ourselves evil. We have to be careful and mindful and know what we're saying before we say it. That's why your yes out loud is so important. See, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Period. Period. So your yes 
is where life is. Why? Because your yes is a key that goes up, right? Because let me tell you something about your words. Your words come out of your mouth. They go up into the atmosphere and they form whatever it is you're asking for. That's what people call manifestation, right? That's that's why God said, call them things be not as though they were. So when you speak out of your mouth the things that you want, it goes out and it creates in the atmosphere what you need. That's why people think of the universe and, and the stars and the moon and all of this as being something. Because when they speak it into the atmosphere, they figure that it's it's the atmosphere it's the it's the universe that creates it but it's not the universe because the bible tells us that the power of the 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 mouth the power of words going out because let's think about it what we just said earlier when god say let there be light his his words went out and created it right so that's the power of words words go out into the atmosphere and create what it is you say it has been happening like that from the very beginning. So this is why we must watch what we say and be very careful of what we say. My God, my God. See, because it words are are keys that go out and it unlocks. So your yes, your yes to Yah, your yes to God, yes God I will do this and yes I will do that goes out and it unlocks destiny. It, uh, oh excuse me, I'm so sorry. It unlocks purpose. Okay. Matthew 6 and 19 says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And who and whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever be loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So it's our yes to Christ that gives the key to be able to create. Right? Because it was Christ who created, right? So our yes to Christ is the key to our, our us being able to speak through Christ into the atmosphere for him to go out and create. Because why? Look at this. Let's go to... Oh, this is so good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is speaking. Do you hear me? God is speaking. John 1 and 1. That's where we're going. We're going to, we're going to St. John... The first chapter, the very first verse, and it says, in the beginning was the word, which is what? Jesus, right? Was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Two, the same was in the beginning with God. Three. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. 
Right? Because Jesus is the word of God. So anything that has been created on this earth through words were created by Jesus because he is the word. Get it? All right. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. Now. The things we need that God, let let us start over. So it's our yes to Christ that gives the key to be, to be able to create the things we need. That's, that's why godly, godly daily affirmations are so important when when i say godly affirmations do i mean i will have a million dollars i will have this i will walk like this see it's all in the way you do things do you understand it's all in the way you do things because Godly affirmation say, says that I will have everything God wants me to have. I will walk into the destiny that God asked me, um, has given me. Godly affirmations. You're not saying what you want, but you're saying what God wants you to have. Of course, God wants you to have all the things you want. But if a million dollars is not good for you because you are um, a spender who does not know how to control yourself with money, then why would God give you money that might potentially ruin you? God, God is not a God of disorder. He's a God of order. Now, if God knows that you are a woman or a man who is able to handle money correctly, then he is able, he is able and willing to give it to you. But if a million dollars going to cost you your life, God ain't finna give you nothing like that. Now the devil will. We have to understand the difference between God's blessings and devil's blessings. Devil's blessings look a lot like God's blessings, but we got to remember that he, he, he mimics God. He wants to be him so bad, he has watched him so long. So he has his... He has his his attributes down to a T. But he's not like him. That's why he he roams around like a roaring lion. Because he's not the lion. But he's like the lion. Because he wants to be like a lion. But he's a goat. And we're not talking about the greatest to ever do it. Okay. Um, these affirmations not only help us believe, y'all, uh, 
for whatever we are asking for. Asking, I'm sorry, we're asking in his name. See, these daily affirmations are not for um, what we are asking in his name, but also to help us get stronger in our faith. Okay? Because Scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians 1 and 20, For all the promises of Yah in him are yea, and in him amen. Unto the glory of Yah by us. Okay? So, yes, he wants you to have everything he promised. Everything he promised you. But it's up to you to put on your big girl panties. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to put on your big girl panties. And fight. Fight for what belongs to you. Because the enemy is not going to... He's not just going to let you have it. And guess what? Sometimes you're going to have to fight God for it. Fight God for it. Yep. Sometimes you're going to have to fight God for it. Look, I got scripture. I got scripture to back mine up. Check this out. Let's go to Genesis 32. We're going to read 24 through... 29 24 through 29 and it says and Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the day broke I'm sorry to the break of the day and when he saw that he prevailed not against him he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. And he said, I will not let you go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is your, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob, and, um, 28, and he said, thy name shall be no, shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel for as a priest, prince, I'm sorry, for as a prince haveth thy power with God and with man and have prevailed. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. 29. And Jacob answering him. And said. Tell me I pray. Thy name. And he said. Wherefore, wherefore is it. That thou doesn't ask. My, after my name. And he blessed him there. Okay. What he had to do with God. He had to wrestle God. He had to wrestle with God. Until the day broke. You hear me? He wrestled with him all night long. 
So sometimes you're going to have to wrestle with God to get your blessing. He said, what God said, let me go because it's about to be daybreak. What he say? I'm not letting you go until you bless me. God had to look at him like, baby, what's your name? Say, my name's Jacob. Say, no longer is your name Jacob, baby. Now you're, now today, baby, today, you wrestle with me so good today, your name Israel. Changed his whole name. Changed his whole name. Okay. See, this this thing God has called you to to do might might not hurt. I'm sorry, might. I'm sorry. It might not be fun. And yes, it might hurt. And yes, it might be a fight for a long time. I um I happen to be on Facebook. And I was scrolling through and there was this lady and she was crying. She was mad at God. She was peed off. Right? At God. I'm not. Why? How long do I have to keep going through this? I don't want to be with God no more. Don't come with me. Don't come to me with talking about God no more. How long do I have to suffer this? But see, the thing about it is God tells us to be long suffering. Long suffering is one of the fruits of the spirit. Baby, don't even know that. Baby, it might be for it might be for a long time. You might have been going through. But that is not a reason to give up on God. Sometimes you might have to wrestle with a thing for years. Lord knows I had to wrestle with a thing for years until he saved me from out of it. But see, the thing is, are we going to be like Jacob and keep on fighting until God blesses us? Or are we going to give up? Because for me and my house, failure is not an option. So we will wrestle until we win. That's my daily affirmation. I will win. And baby... I have already waved my banner. I have already waved my banner. Cause I have won. You know, I, I didn't understand what what it it meant by wave your banner, right? I'm like, that don't make no sense. But see, God'll give you an analogy that'll make sense to you. So what he said to me was, he said, Do you remember when America was fighting for its freedom from Brit from Britain. I was like, yeah, I can't remember the history book. I, I remember the history books on that. And he, he he said to me, he said, "How did America know that they had won the war?" And I was I was saying I was like, um, they knew that they had won the war because after the smoke had cleared.
Their banner was still up. And God says, that is the same way you know you have won. After you have finished fighting, after you have gotten all the fight out of you and the smoke has cleared, your banner is still raised, baby, because that lets you know you have won. And it made so much sense to me. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So that's what wave your banner means. That baby, look, boom, I won. Now we can pick it up out the ground and we can wave it because we have won. It's time to celebrate. All right. So with that being said, I have waved my banner and God has changed my name. Mm-hmm. He sure has. My name used to be Deidre Raquel Peterson Walker. Mm-hmm. But now my name has been changed to Victoria, Victorious Deidre I am. Because why? Because I'm victorious. Uh-huh. I will because I have won already. And I am because that's my father's name. <laughs> okay. See, God is in the business of changing names. Of people who want to fight to win. The ones who whose yes is for real. And not just for now. Okay? God needs a, 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 a yes for life. And not just a yes for now. We can't even fathom how many people have said yes. And when said yes with their mouth, and as soon as times got hard, they stopped believing. Now, their talk is no longer, thank you, Jesus. Now it's, oh, the universe this, and the moon and stars that, and grand, grand rising kings and queens. Y'all, we have to... We have to understand that that words words are are life. And once you understand that words are life, you will understand that watching what you say means a lot. Because you can cause yourself through the words you speak to whether be blessed or cursed. Because the word just told us that you will eat the fruit thereof. Meaning that whatever you speak out of your mouth will be what you eat. Will be what you take on. So if you're taking on, I will make it. I will win. I will succeed. These will be what you eat. You will win. And you will make it. And you will succeed. But if every time you come out your mouth is, oh, here we go again. I always have to go through through mess ups. I always this and I'm always that. Then you will eat the fruit thereof. So that's why being careful about what we say is so important. Y'all, we have to ask ourselves, who re whose report shall we believe? 
Look at this. James 5 and 12 says, But above all, my brothers, do not swear neither by heaven or by earth or by any other oath. See, that's why you got to you got to work you got to watch what you come in contact with watch what you agree to all right but let your yes be yes and your no be no so so that you may not we almost finished y'all we almost out of here so that you I'm sorry so that you may not fall under condemnation see when we are clear on what it is we want out of life and we have made it clear to, clear that Jesus is our life then it is easy to let our yes be yes and our no be no because we understand the the um seriousness we understand the severity uh, about being sure. In this place in time, we have to have a well-made up mind. A well-made up mind. Because it says in James, hold on, let me get it. Because it says in James, Hebrews, here we go. In James 1. James 1. We're going to do 6. Is it 6? James 1, 6 through 8. And it says, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the winds and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let me, let me break down just in case you ain't, you ain't get it. You ain't catch it. Don't let a man that can't make up his mind think that he can ask anything of y'all. <laughs> but if you are going to come, just come correct. So when you come to the Father, please make your supplication known. Supplication meaning the act or beg the I'm sorry, the actions or begging for something earnestly or humbly. Let's go to Philippians. We're going to go to Philippians 4. And 6. And it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. Let your requests be known unto God, baby. So just come humbly 
with thanksgiving and your request or whatever you asking for, guess what? It shall be given to you. That's all I have for y'all. God bless. God bless. God bless. I hope this thing, it. I hope it hit. I hope it hit every spot you needed it to hit, baby. Let God be, if God be for you, then guess what? Who can be against you? Nobody. Nobody can be against you. I pray that your heart stays with Christ as you walk with him. Okay? And I hope you pray the same for me. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Until next time.